Omagana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Takshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guravenamaha. So thank you for so kindly welcoming us. Still Indian culture is going on. As we are driving along, we came through this, uh, just close to here, there's this bazaar area. What's that? Vijayanagar, second, fourth block. So it looks very modern. I commented that it looks like Singapore, something like this. Uh, 20, 30 years ago in India, it was not imaginable that all this. But now it's come. Complete westernization. So as we were going past, we went past one uh, music shop. So I commented that I'd be interested to see what kind of music is, what kind of CDs and DVDs are available, because then we could understand what people's interests are. And Vrindavan Chandra Prabhu, who could see maybe better than me, said that he saw there was some poster, was it, advertising Ramayana? Ramanan Sagas Ramayana and Krishna. So that's good. Probably if you go in the shop, there'll be all kinds of modern music also. But that was prominent. That's in Hindi also, which is maybe the third language in Bangalore, something like that. But still, so that's good. There's still interest in that. Srila Prabhupada gave the example. He 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 spoke. Uh, a Bengali saying that Mara Hati Laktaka, even a dead elephant is worth a lakh of rupees. So he used that about India. He said that even though the culture is practically dead, still it's valuable. Because uh, just like an elephant, it's, uh, especially if it's a tusker, if it's got the tusks, then nowadays, of course, it'd be worth much more. But. Uh, the point is that even though Indian culture is in very bad condition, especially in Bangalore, <laughs> uh, still it's a lot better than being in the West from the cultural perspective. If you go to the West, don't go to the West. <laughs> Unless you're going to preach Krishna consciousness. Better don't go. There's no nothing to go for. People go for holidays. But it's horrible actually. I mean, the, the whole way of life is... Just like you see, you're living here as family. But in the West, the family life is almost finished. And it's coming like that in India also, unfortunately. So, one of the things I'm trying to do in Srila Prabhupada's service is to promote in India and outside India the cultural value, Vedic culture. It's very valuable. Srila Prabhupada also quoted a Bengali saying, Apandhan bilaya mage poreda. It means that you, you distribute all your wealth and then you go begging door to door. And why beg? You already had, you already had wealth, and then why do you why do you become a beggar? So in this way, India threw away its own culture, 
and they're trying to adopt the Western culture, but they can't do it actually. They they, they can't properly do it. They're stuck. They don't know. Are we Indian or something in between or what are we? So better to stick to the old culture as much as possible. You told me that was it that in Bangalore there was some survey among the young people. They said actually we like the old culture better. We'd be better if we could. But he said, "It's now we can't. It's impossible. It's not impossible, but it's difficult." And uh, last time I was in Bangalore, I was lecturing here. I said that actually Bangalore is even worse than Delhi and Bombay because Delhi and Bombay they've been degraded for a long time, so for them they're just used to it. But in Bangalore it's new, so they're more excited about being degraded. So they're trying to be more degraded very quickly. Just like Prabhupada said about Indians in the West, he said it, not me. So, <laughs> don't shoot me. <laughs> Prabhupada said it's like uh, Indians in the West are more degraded than the Westerners themselves, because he said that new crows eat more stool. He said that the Indian people they come and they're so enthusiastic to get degraded that they it's just like new crows. He said, the, "The Westerners, they're old crows, and the, the Indians coming to the West, they're like new crows. They become more enthusiastic to fall down." But I'm trying to preach here in India: don't lose your culture. And in the West, take up the Vedic culture. So anyway, I won't give a big lecture now. Actually, I didn't come here for preaching. Not directly, but for for writing, writing books, which is very big preaching actually. But you need time. It takes a lot of time. So I have to hide away somewhere. <laughs> I was hiding in Aircode. You were there, but the current fluctuation was so bad that I thought I have to go to a place where I can get. Uh, Steady. At least I need steady current for the computer. So thank you for welcoming me in your home. I think the conditions here are better than what we gave you in Airco. There was quite. Actually, the rooms were okay, but the tent itself was. Anyway, we went there for chanting Hari Krishna, not for enjoying. Not for enjoying life. In did you visit Iskand Salem? Yes. I see. Yeah. There we have, uh, as a policy, we have no electricity. So, still people are coming. Midday we had what, 120 people. They're coming in the heat. I congratulated them that it was so hot. Still, they're coming at midday for hearing about Krishna. So, little tapasya. It's it's good because when there's electricity, then people stay up late and watch TV. Of course, in the ashram, we're not going to watch TV. But if there's, I saw in Bangladesh. I was there for many years. At that time, there was no electricity. We were going village to village. So after dark, 
people, they would chant Hare Krishna. There's nothing else for them to do. And as soon as there's electricity, they, they forget chanting Hare Krishna. So better, don't have electricity. <laughs> then in the evening we'll go to the temple, have kirtan like this. But I need electricity for writing my books. <laughs> so I came here. Thank you for kindly welcoming me. Hare Krishna. But please remember I have to write books. <laughs> Takes a lot of time. This last book I brought out, I was working on it for 20 something years. I started in 85 and it came out in 2009. 24 years. Did you see that book? Bhaktisiddhan Vaibhav? Yeah, it's it's huge, three volumes. So, I have a lot of work to do. My books are in Telugu also. That one, how many books are in, published in Telugu? Two, three. So far, three came out. You don't read Telugu, I think. Huh? Probably, maybe. Do you read Telugu? No. English? What else? That's just English. You don't read any other language. But you speak English, Hindi, Canada, Telugu. Anything else? A little bit of Tamil. That's Bangalore. <laughs> All right, so what's the next program? So I'll finish there. Just a few words to reciprocate with your kindness in receiving me. Hare Krishna.